What's up? What it do, man? It's your boy, Dead the Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself, and welcome to another episode of the Gamers Den. This your first time here. This the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today at Quick Hits, we got a few articles to go through, and you know it's cool. You know one is gonna actually be a reaction, so we're gonna go through it, and then I'm going to do a live reaction of it. So. It's, that's going to be here in quick hit so hopefully that video isn't too long i don't think it's too long but uh we are definitely gonna get through that and then you know we got some gaming news to get to so let's actually go ahead and get into that gaming news right now headline reads ubisoft montreal takes over prince of persia sands of time remake development now before we get into this article um, if you don't know about Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia obviously was a movie. It's a it's a big thing. It's a big concept in entertainment. And the Prince of Persia games, the Prince of Persia games were, for more or less, like a words, good. They had a nice little run in the mid early two thousands. They had a nice little had a nice run, and one of them is actually in my favorite games of that PS three era. You know, I think that one of those Prince of Persia's came out on PS3. But nonetheless, they were good games. And they were so good, they developed a fan base and people been asking for a new one and or a remake. But that's what we about to get into. So let me go ahead and, and scroll down here and then you know, we blow this up for the old people in the back. You know what I'm saying, we blow this up. So let me go ahead and do this, that way we can all read here. The game, which has already been delayed on several occasions, was previously in development at Indian Studios, Ubisoft Pune, or Pune, and Ubisoft Mumbai. We have a quote, quote unquote, the development of Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake will now be led by Ubisoft Montreal, the very birthplace of the epic Sands of Time trilogy, end quote. We have another quote, quote unquote, it's a lot of quotes. This decision is an important step in the team, building upon the work achieved by Ubisoft Poon, I'm gonna say Poon, I'm gonna say Poon, cause I think that's Poon. Poon and Ubisoft Mumbai will now take the time they need to regroup on the scope of the game to deliver you the best experience for this remake of an all time classic when it's ready. So just with that right there, right? Let's, let's, let's talk about this. So like I said, Prince of Persia was uh more or less a successful franchise in games and it was really really dope to play those games back and forth back and forth back and forth when they came out now like i said these games started in the early 2000s all the way up to about maybe 2010 yeah up to about 2010 so they've been around for a while and people liked them people didn't like them they came out on PlayStations. I believe they came out on Xbox. They came out on a, a PSP. I remember playing it on PSP at some point. I think somebody I went to school with at the time because I was like a I was a kid when the PSP came out. So um, I know somebody had it. If not, I had it. But I don't think I had Prince of Persia. I had something else. Nonetheless, I digress. These games are good. So when we talk about remakes, this just brings the question of does everything need a remake? You know, we've been getting, as far as the entertainment industry, we've been getting remakes in movies, TV shows, 
you know, in music, some people can or can't let certain sounds go and certain eras go. You know, at, at what point do we just sit here and say, let it be and let's bring something new. Let's create something new. Let's come up with something new. Now, in the context of Prince of Persia, for me personally, since it was already a thing, I think it'd be good, but I don't want the Sands of Time remastered. I want a different Prince of Persia remastered. So that's what we're going to get into. Here I have uh, the list of Prince of Persia games. I looked up the Prince of Persia games. And like I said, from early to about 2010, these Prince of Persia games existed. So you started with Prince of Persia Sands of Time. What is this? Prince of Persia Warrior Within. This is Prince of Persia The, the Two Thrones. Then you had Prince of Persia. Yeah, you had Battles of Prince of Persia on the Nintendo DS. And then you had the classic one, right? You know, from Sands of Time. So this was kind of like a remaster-ish kind of situation. But then, uh, well, after that, you got Prince of Persia, The Fallen King. So that's another D uh, Nintendo DS title. And this one here, just simply titled Prince of Persia, came out in 2008. I'm gonna go to some images. That way y'all can see this a little better. Prince of Persia. Uh, it's not too good of a, that's not. All right, Prince of Persia, this, okay. These are not good. <laughs> we just gonna have to leave this up here and hope it, it come out good on the screen. Um, so Prince of Persia, this Prince of Persia, I liked it, this Prince of Persia better than the rest of them. And I think with this Prince of Persia, now, mind you, I'm going to preface this with, I'm not a super fan of the Prince of Persia, whatever it is, whether it came from a comic or a book or just a game. So I don't know. I think like the Sands of Time Prince of Persia dude is the original. And I think this dude is like a completely different dude because this dude had like way different powers, way different abilities and stuff like that. So, but nonetheless, this is my favorite Prince of Persia out of that entire run of Prince of Persia games. And... I'd rather we get a remake of this or like a Prince of Persia 2 of this because this was a dope rendition of Prince of Persia in my opinion and I played it a lot way more than I played those other Prince of Persia games so you know it's um you know that's just my take on it if we are going to get a remake I'd rather we have a remake of that instead of you know all right yeah we have just a remake of um you know Blah, 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 and restart the series over and try and juice the little bit we can out of this rag, you know, but that's going to do that for that. Let's go ahead and move over to the last thing in quick hits. Now, this is, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing a reaction. So this is going to be a live reaction. So obviously I know this is a recorded video and I'm making that, but like I said, I'm going to be doing a live reaction, meaning this is going to be my first time seeing this video. This is going to be our first time watching this video. It's going to be my first. It's going to be everything. It's going to be the reaction, all of that. So that's what we're going to do. But we definitely going to get into the article first. So let's do that now. Headline reads. Watch a swarm of drones autonomously track a human through a dense forest. Now, we talk about tech over here. And just that title alone caught my attention. I was like a dense forest. Now we are already talking about dark colors and 
shadows and stuff like that depending on the type of time and the uh position and point of day we are talking about when it comes to a forest is the sun out is is the sun out is it moon is the moon out is it evening time like what's the point of day so we gonna find that out but we definitely gonna read before uh we get into it right so let's blow this up again for the old people in the back let's blow this up you know what i'm saying just so i can read it as well let's just go ahead and um yeah, let's just do it like that scientists from china's i'm gonna butcher this so i'm my bad Zhang, I want to say a Zhang or Zhang. We're just going to say Zhang, just to, to, for short. Scientists from China's Zhang University have unveiled a drone swarm capable of navigating through a dense bamboo forest without human guidance. The group of 10 palm-sized drones communicate with one another to stay in formation, sharing data collected by onboard depth-sensing cameras to map their surroundings. This method means that if the path in front of one drone is blocked, it can use information collected by its neighbors to plot a new route. The researchers note that this technique can also be used by the swarm to track a human walking through the same environment. If one drone loses sight of the target, others are able to pick up the trail. In the future, writes the scientist in a paper published in the journal Science Robotics, drone swarms like this could be used for disaster relief in ecological surveys or ecological surveys so that's dope and like i said we have a video here so it's about a minute long i am gonna blow it up it is a minute long i am gonna blow it up so like i said we're gonna get to this reaction because apparently we may get a, an example of this or get to see you know the actual size of it in in real time because like i said it's in the size of your palm so i mean 10 of those fine like yeah, let's just let's just watch it right now.
I'm actually speechless. <laughs> I, in all reality, I do want to like just say one thing. We're fucked. <laughs> all right, man. All right. I just had to say that. I just had to say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. But no, that is crazy as hell, first and foremost. Bro, that looked like some some stuff right out of a, mu a movie. And excuse my language for the sensitive ears. That looked like something completely out of a movie. And now it's reality. We just watched it. He walked all through there. It stopped. It, so it didn't even move, bro. He walked in front of the thing. It, it said it was occluded, but it didn't move. And then as soon as he moved, it moved. I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over. We headed towards some crazy futuristic stuff. We about to be living in a crazy time. I'm probably going to be a little older by the time everything is super high tech and running. But we about to be living in a crazy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so that's dope. You know, I, I like it. You know, I like it. You know, we definitely going to have to watch out for that when we get to the future. Definitely going to have to watch out for that if you're doing crime. Definitely going to have to watch out for that if you're running. Because once we get to the future and, you know, it's no longer this primitive stuff, even though today isn't really primitive, it'd be considered primitive to everybody in the future. They'd be like, what? Y'all, y'all did that. Why didn't y'all just do this? Well, it wasn't made, <laughs> you know, that type of situation. But um, this just shows, man, technology is advancing at a high and a fast rate. Technology is just advancing at a fast rate. And I think it's in our best interest to stay abreast on what's going on with technology and what's happening so to and and they fit in the size of your palm so you can hold it in your hand and tend it all flying around and then apparently they can play with the patterns and the flight patterns and paths and how they fly yo it, like that reminded me of like of some straight alien versus predator stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was thinking of alien versus predator. I was thinking of every futuristic movie possible. Like, ooh, if you're not on your job, it's over. Getting cooked. But but that's gonna do it for this section of quick hits. You know what I'm saying? Before we move on to the main topic. Make sure y'all hit that like button and subscribe for more. Make sure y'all hit the links in the description. Remember, there's merch, there's music, there's all kinds of things you can do to buy and support the show. Now, let's get into the main topic. And I'm going to preface this with a little something. Remember when I said it when uh, we were talking about that guy and he was a UFC fighter? Yeah, we back on Twitch. <laughs> so... I have a Twitch article and we're going to get to the main topic, right? So let's just, I'm going to do this as we go and I'm going to try and keep it concise as possible as we go, because that's the only way this is going to make sense is if I explain this as I go. So let's get it right. Headline reads, life after Twitch, streamers are finding new ways to make money and avoid burnout. Now I want to preface this and i want y'all to know and it says right there this article was made may 4th 2022 may the fourth be with you so yeah are like 
this poses the question of well not really the question i said this i said this a billion episodes ago at this point if you're going to be a content creator if you're going to be a streamer and you want to do it full time especially right now one of the best things you can do is just have a source of income outside of twitch because you're going to burn out and this happens time and time again which is why you see people start on twitch and then they just fall off of twitch so you know that's just one thing but let's go ahead and get into it i will blow it up for the old people in the back you know what i'm saying we're gonna blow it up for the old people in the back and yeah let's start it off nobody making a living on an online platform is immune to volatility not even ludwig who in april 2021 set a record for the most subscribers ever on twitch after years of using twitch's twitch to broadcast himself playing super smash bros melee and chatting with fans full time he committed himself to punishing month-long period of around-the-clock streaming he called a subathon he peaked at 283,000 subscribers each paying from five to 25 dollars so i know my reading was a bit gaudy right there and a bit trash it's just um i read as i'm reading and i read ahead a little bit and i kind of just didn't want to read all of that but um we're gonna keep going the numbers were fleeting by the next month he had lost just about 42,000 subscribers and we have a quote quote unquote i went right back down to where i was before the subathon you reach a level of success and then you see it start to go away it's how streaming works so that's what i just said right that's that's literally what i just said you know you you see people start to stream and then you see people no longer streaming and it's like oh i thought you were doing this i thought you were doing that and the thing about it is there's the guys in this illusion of it's easy it's easy to get in front of a camera and speak no it's not it's easy to just start a stream and play a game it's not it's easy to do what somebody else does it's not you know it's a part of that shoulda coulda woulda thing for me right oh what you do is easy i could do that okay do it oh well well i could do it but but what you know what i'm saying like you have to really understand what's what's going to happen and be built for what's going to come with it you know so y'all see me now i always use myself in this example right because i throw myself in the pot because i'm a content creator i stream as well and it's like all right i'm streaming i'm streaming you got to find a consistent schedule i had to figure out my schedule 20 times over like i didn't switch schedules so many times it's like oh people think i'm streaming this day but now i'm streaming this day or oh, they thought it was this set of days now i switched it up to this many days or just this one day a week it's you got to find your rhythm you got to find the content you got to find ways to make your your content unique you got to do all this that and the third and that's hard to do especially when you just doing it because you see somebody else doing it. you know what i'm saying you can be inspired you could be you could be motivated i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is what comes with streaming a lot of people are not going to be built for it and when it comes to finances 
you know once you solely depending on this once again i said this in uh, uh episodes just a billion episodes ago when we was talking about the mma guy and he would train come back stream train come back stream and he had this schedule of just uh, just working working training in the, in the gym and working and and then he's streaming for anywhere for two to three hours and i'm like yo that's a lot especially when you already physically tired so you know it's just you know it happens man you know y'all want the views y'all want the clout y'all want the fame so much that i'm telling y'all i'd rather do what i do for the people for the few people that watch my show for the few people that watch my streams for the few people that listen to my music for the few people that whatever and for myself versus doing anything for the numbers for the click for the views because i genuinely do this i i really do this i'm proofing stuff out so i'm just not trying to talk about anything and blurt anything out i'm really trying to talk about stuff and and we're gonna get down to it so let's in speaking on that let's get back into the article right Twitch, YouTube, and other streaming services have given live streamers such as Ludwig the chance to build audiences and make media careers in ways that would have been impossible until about a decade ago. Facts. But performers have to produce videos constantly to keep viewers engaged. What Ludwig did, hold on, I think it was Ludwig. I might have been wrong. Is this Ludwig? Yeah, yeah, it is Ludwig. Okay. Because I'm not saying his last name. Well, where, where am I at? What Ludwig did after his record-breaking subscriber base evaporated shows how a handful of celebrities, how celebrity game streamers are looking to detach from this exhausting cycle and build more sustainable careers. So alongside with my trash reading right now, you know, this can fall apart real fast. <laughs> you know, it can fall apart real, real fast for a lot of people, you know, this is uh, especially with cancel culture nowadays, even though I'm uncancelable, you can't cancel me. I don't care. Um, you know, people come up, they say things, they do things, and then they're gone the next day. And then especially now, they used to say things was microwave. Things ain't even microwave no more. This stuff is little Caesars, man. This stuff is hot and ready. People trying to just, you know, they hot and ready. People want to get all the subscribers, want to get all the views, and then they want to put out the stuff. Like how many times you go on somebody's Instagram or you go on their social media page and it's a YouTube link and it's a, and it's a link to an empty page, but it has 500 subscribers, 1000 subscribers, this many subscribers. And then when they do start to upload content, all right, cool. Now I'm not mad at it because that's a way to get monetized easier on YouTube. I get it. But people just been sitting here sub to a dead channel too for how long? And then this is what you give me. You see what I'm saying? So like, that's just the whole contrast. You don't want to just give people nothing. Like what have people been waiting for? You know what I'm saying? Because if you just take pictures on a platform like Instagram is for, you're not necessarily making video content. And then what do most of these people end up doing? Prank videos. Q&A videos like bro you're not even a whole celebrity use a regular ass person excuse my language yo ass work at the fucking Walmart dude relax <laughs> you know what I'm saying you got to build this up man you got to build this up so we got a um we have a graph right here 
of hours live stream video gaming watched across all platforms so you know billions of views across all these platforms up into uh, quarter one of 2022 so back in quarter two of 2021 there was a height of 9.5 billion views is that views yeah yeah hours live streamed or no live streams i'm sorry hours live streamed 9.5 billion hours in the first quarter of 2022 is 8.6 so yeah people been holding these consistent numbers which seems to be a consistent range of anywhere from 8 billion to nine and a half billion hours streamed since 2020 now this is pretty much the pandemic so the pandemic is making everybody stream more because okay well now inflation and all this real world stuff is happening so now i, I really got to do this for an extra hour hour and a half two hours three hours and this is what's happening with these people so they burning out so let's keep going let's keep going i'm gonna do this for all the, all the blind people in the back in november ludwig leveraged his twitch fame into a multi-million dollar exclusive deal with its main competitor in game streaming youtube he employs about a dozen people who produces content handle merchandising and perform other tasks this month ludwig is starting his own company to provide technical infrastructure to other streamers called truffle it will call it truffle it will enable a streamer to offer custom emoticons to fans and allow them to wager digital points on the outcomes of events within the live videos the company will also eventually facilitate the creation of custom apps by third-party developers so yeah man this is just um yeah this is pretty much where we're going to stop at in the article because this is where i started this whole conversation right you have to have something else. You have to have something else. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, it's it's the lifestyle that come with this type of stuff, right? You have people, well, not even that. It's this and then something I'm going to bring up, which is, you know, the title of this episode. So just to reiterate something I didn't went over a billion times already on this show, you have to have something else especially if you're starting out or at least that's what i would recommend personally this is not nothing you're gonna find in the book me personally i would recommend you have some type of substantial financial situation going on that could support you while you do whatever or you create your platform you you build up your name and streaming you build up your youtube you build up your content because now because the real we live in a real world things are happening to where prices are going up things cost money we got to do this. We got to do that. And hey, man. And when you start to make so much money, you got you to gotta live a certain lifestyle. So when it comes to streaming, to, to keep it short, you know, a lot of these platforms and stuff, they pay you on a monthly basis. They don't pay you on a weekly basis. So what somebody is making off Twitch or whatever, okay, they're going to get that a month. And then whatever they make from sponsors, however that works. So they do that but then if you blow through that money you blow through that money and now you got to press the gas and stress out but when you put everything in a pot it causes people to burn out because now they have to sit down stare at a screen for longer than their routine was and or their schedule was and then they're mentally stressing because okay 
if I stream this many hours, I get this much money and then, okay, I'll be able to do this. And you know, it's a whole thing, but this also leads me into the grand question. Is Twitch overrated and or falling off? Like, is Twitch really falling off? Like Ludwig didn't move to YouTube. And then I saw a headline that said it was like a couple more like somebody knew a couple more people that was about to move to youtube now mind you over the past year or year and a half or the past two years maybe even three people like some big names been moving to youtube and it's just like yo like is youtube really the place and then let's and then look at some of these people the valkyries the tim the Tatmans, like just to name them two i don't like name dropping but just to use as an example I never knew who Tim the Tatman was till he moved up on YouTube. I watched a couple of his streams. You know, I stick I stuck around for a little bit, see how his streams was. I was like, okay, he cool. I like his streams. And then I saw uh the uh I say Attentee. I saw the Attentee streams and I was like, wait a minute. This man is where? Doing what? <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. This dude is somewhere on a rooftop playing a video game? Sponsored by what? I was like, see. I like that. And I liked it that I was like, oh, he really doing it. He really, I was like, I like that. Man. I was like, I liked him to tap, man. He funny. He'd be mad. He'd be yelling at people. And then like people be, they be ghost stream. They be screen watching and stream sniping and all that. And he still be clapping them. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this dude. Valkyrie, as I said, prime example, she ends up on Twitch and well, I mean, not Twitch on YouTube, but then look what happens. But co-owner or whatever of a hundred thieves. She got her own makeup line. She been in music videos. Like, didn't she win a content creator or streamer of the year or something at the Game Awards? I don't know. It was something like that. I'm just saying, man, like at some, like is Twitch really, I, personally, I think Twitch been overrated. At some point it might've been cool, but then after a while, Twitch just got overrated. And that's just the question I'm asking everybody. So if you're watching this, that's my question to you. Is Twitch overrated? Like that's just the grand the grand question. And I really think Twitch is overrated and Twitch just might be done. Like is Twitch falling off? Because if all these people gonna continue to move to YouTube, what what is Twitch gonna do then? Like what you gonna do? And that's gonna do it for this episode of the Gamers Den. Once again, if you like this, make sure you subscribe. Hit the like button, hit the, uh, hit the socials, hit everything in the description, music, merge, the gaming channel on YouTube, all kinds of stuff. I go live on YouTube every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 12 o'clock, high noon, Eastern time. And if not 12, I'll start an hour late. And if I don't start an hour late, I'm not streaming at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But once again, that's 12 p.m. noon, high noon time, Eastern time. Friday, Saturday, Sunday on the gaming channel. I think this weekend at the point in time of recording this video, we're going to finish up um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I think we're going to finish that up. At least I hope to finish that up. And uh, I might be streaming some Outriders soon. So stay posted. But I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.